Okay, time for another podcast. Now, now it's important to let me know if you heard this podcast. You don't have to let me know what you thought about it. I mean, that's nice, but I, I need to know if you listened, heard it because I'm not... The analytics on the way I put these podcasts up is not working. And I seems that, like, I even tried to, like, you know, listen myself and then tell people to listen. And I didn't see any... And he listens, so it, if I, as far as I see, like one person listens per podcast. But I, I, I'm not saying that I need, like you know, I, I need so many people to listen. I mean, I would like if people listen if they like it. That's how I know. Like maybe I said something that's ridiculous, and everyone said oh, I'm losing anymore, and I can't fix it because I don't know if I'm getting proper feedback or not. So I just need everyone, anyone who listens, so let let me know. Send me a text, send me an email to say I listened. Say I listened, and I didn't like it. Say whatever you want. Just let me know that you heard whatever this podcast is called. I don't know what it's called yet. I'm still deciding. Um, anyway, so that's just my um, personal request. We're not asking for any money, even though I'm saying if you want to sponsor a podcast, that's always available. Um, but what I really want to know is if people are listening, just if they heard this podcast and say, I heard it. Just because the analytics is down, I'm not saying every single time you listen, you have to tell me you listen. I just want to know. It's like trying to run a test. Like, if, if everyone who listens says, "Oh, I listened," then I'll know you listened, and then I'll be able to get some sort of number, and then I can say, "Well, to the you know to the to the programmers, like, I got thirty people told me they listened, and uh, and your system says one, so something's wrong." You know what I'm saying? So that's just um, my my request uh, that I'm putting out there. Now, anyway. I decided that I have to put another podcast because I once again, um, my kids again were watching the Ura Chapa video and the song still hits me as summing up a lot of the, a lot, some, summing up a lot about what Mincha is about um, in their cute little song. And it's that, it's that, it's that, that high part that like, you know, it's not really Chapping and Mincha, it's, 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 the reason the way mincha works is that in the middle of your busy day you stop and you recognize that no it's not about my busy day that's just how the, how the world works I have, to, I have to do certain things but it's you're just being mocked it's, re, it's that reset that not reset that re-acclimate that re repositioning just to remember get caught up in your, your day and your you're busy this and that and sometimes you a lot of times people we lose track we lose track of what, what the purpose is and what's going on and then you you down mincha right in the middle of everything you stop you pause you, you reconnect right you lost reception so to speak with the one and only source of everything and you need to reconnect you need to you need to reconnect to the network as it, as, it, as, as it goes you know and that's that's just that that mincha thought hit me and 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 what else that hit me was yesterday or today I don't know listening to a song and that song popped up again in, in the middle of all the other songs and depending on which version you listen to it depends on how, many, how much it sounds like a word similar to Palishtim and, 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 and between me and you it's really on our mind also now and and the Nakama and what it means and how we what we do and all and all that's going on over here and what it what it what it, what it get, what it got me thinking of was about was Shimshon Hagiber, and and I think there's a lesson that hopefully we can extract in my 
Suflagan a way of presenting this um, podcast on this idea that I think it's a lesson that we could use very much for the time that we're living in right now. Now, now, there's the famous question with Shimshon. The famous question with Shimshon was, why was he allowed to knock down the tower, knock down the building that basically um, knocked one Polishti city off the map and forever limited their ability to form a government? Um, so what the answer I heard was is that in the times of Shimshon Agibar, Kal Yisrael was transitioning from Shaftim to Malachim. And they needed to, he, th- he felt they needed to see that no, Nisim are still possible. Nisim could still happen. What we started was walking into Eretz Yisrael not knowing any strategies how to fight, right? You, you try, try this in battle, walk around the city seven for seven days blowing Shaifer and see how well that strategy works and you're conquering your enemies. It doesn't work. But if, you're, if your Hashem tells you to do it, of course it works, right? So Shimshim was showing them, look, watch. Watch. I'm 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 the shay, shay, the shayfit. I'm the the, the 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 most authoritative judge in the country, the biggest tzaddik, this, um, one of the biggest tzaddikim at least. And and this is how we're gonna do it. This is why Hashem wants it to work. Right? I walk into a, a situation and I'm stuck. So I call out Hashem to help me. I see I need to do a stylus, so I pick up a jawbone of a donkey, which is I don't understand how the jawbone was able to last through killing 600 people. But jawbones don't, they, they, they take a they take a thing. They guys are wearing armor, they have swords, I don't know. Forget about the fact that he was able to kill them with the jawbone. The fact that the jawbone survived till the end of the nice. And, um, and he did all different sorts of things like that. Now, as, as I would like to point out, the Shimshon Agibar was, was, was probably on crutches and he didn't look like any superhero which, you know, was very strong. He looked like he looked. So if he was the Gadol Adar, so we'd be wearing the equivalent of a frack and an uphat, you know, and he had a long beard, and he had a long beard, and he had long hair. So, okay, he was a little bit different than your average of Shiva because of the long hair. That might have been a little bit different, but but he had a long beard. He wasn't looking like, you know, like the pictures in the comics of Shimshon Agibar with, uh, you know, whatever that picture was, with the rippling muscles and the thing. He, he, he didn't, I don't know, I mean, I heard somewhere there's some sort of car why he was clean-shaven. Um, but Pasha's my image of him is, and I think it's, 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 it's you know, it definitely is a, is, is a, rely, a, a worthwhile shot. It looked like your typical Rosh Hashiva Gadol type of person. And as he wheeled up in his wheelchair or crutches to the gates of the city, he ripped them off the hinges. And it was the, it was the, it was the, the point was it was supposed to boggle the mind. Not that he was some sort of like, you know, superhero. And, and however he achieved his strength, once that, once he got that strength, I was just like, oh, amazing. Okay, great. No, it was every, every event, every encounter was, was miraculous in his, in, in, in what he, in what he did. And, and the point at the end of his life, he says these the words right? And and the Gemara insight says the reason he said this was because he was blind in both eyes. And he there's a very important you said about Shimshon Agibar. Shimshon Agibar, it says, um Dunya din Yisrael, Dun um Dun Dun that's last week's parasha, that's how it connects also. Dun this it says the Gemara there inside it says that that what it means is that when Dun judges that when the Shafit was done from from Dun namely Shimshon he judged as close to 
the the the, the Dun Yechidi. His judgment was was as pure as a human could reach in unbiased judgment. Only Hashem could do purely unbiased judgment. But Shimshon, as far as unbiased, he was the most unbiased that there ever was in a human in judgment. That's what it, that's what the Gemara Shaita says. So much so, he didn't even ask anyone to pass him his walking stick. Now this is a person who couldn't walk without his walking stick. He wouldn't ask anyone. He was so believed that it was off the charts, right? He was so beyond bias that nothing, nothing. He was totally and 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 unequivocally unbiased. Nothing. No one could threaten. No one could nothing him, right? He did what he wanted to do, and and that was it. As we see from all the different um, encounters he has, they could take him, arrest him, whatever it is, lock him up. Let me make a difference. Shimshon was was unbiased, um, totally. So much so that it's, we say that he was the he was, and, and, and at least in human terms, at least as close as a human could get to the Dan Yechidi Hakadosh uh, Baruch So, so, so what's what's the lesson over here? So. What he said was, because he wanted to come up for one of his eyes. Why? Because the punishment for Sheikhar is it's Ya'aver Eine Chachamim, it's Ya'aver, it makes, it makes, it makes people who, 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 who fall for it and they do and they get, they, 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 they accept bribes, they go blind. They go blind. So he was saying, I lost both my eyes. That's not the punishment, it's the punishment for, for bribery. He, 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 he should have only one eye lost, losing sight for not following his eyes and whatever that means in, in, in regard to Shimshon. So, so I need to come up with my other eye to show everyone that no, I had whatever punishment I had because of whatever Avera following my eyes that I did. But, but regarding the, the Don Yechidi, I was a perfectly good shaifit, as perfect as, as, as perfect as humanly possible. And that's what he wanted. So, 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 and there, and there he was to, to be able to destroy the Palestine in that moment. Now, what, what, what's the, what's the, what's, what's my side that I'm trying to connect it to for us? What's the lesson we can learn from Shimshin? So, the lesson has to be eternal, right? Now, we, of course, we should, if we're judging, we should judge ourselves as little bribing as possible. But we're not allowed to done Yechidi. Only Hashem is allowed to done Yechidi. Now, if you're a shayfet, you have situations where you have to judge. But what we should be doing is the opposite, or not the opposite, the the the, the counterpoint, so to speak. Because what I mean is that I think that it's and when you're not supposed to judge, don't judge, right? If you're sitting there and you're in a situation and you want to make past judgment on something, right? Don't, don't, don't judge it because you're not allowed to. Be done lekafshus. Right? You always can be down like no matter how bribed you are. You can be down like Oh, he probably didn't do the wrong thing. He probably did the right thing, right? Whatever, in whatever, in whatever, whatever the parameters of down are. But that, that's a lesson I think you can learn from, you can learn from Shimshin. And it's that same, it's that same, it's the same battle. And it's the same schus that we want. Right? The schus of don, don, of donning properly enabled him to destroy the Palishtim. So when our schus that we done properly, meaning that we don't pass judgment, if we're not supposed to pass judgment, rather be done like afschus, which is always a schus anyway, it should be a big schus for us and for all of Kal Yisrael um, in everything, and especially in our in our current matziv, 
and that was the thought from this, the, the, the appropriateness of the 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 lesson of Zechrenina v'Chaskenina Achapamazeh Halikim v'Inakman Akamacham Mishdei and I mipilished him. I thought that that was an appropriate tzushtel uh, of the words. Um, of course, while you, when you're giving me feedback that you listen, you can also tell me if I'm right or wrong. Um, okay, have a wonderful day, cult of Bye-bye.